0: Welcome, dear listeners, to this episode of HR Telltales. I wanted to kind of start this off with a little bit of a content warning because in today's episode, we're going to be talking about layoffs, and it's a sensitive topic for people, myself included. And it can be a bit, you know, controversial (laughs) just with the different perceptions and experiences. Um, But with the continuing mass layoffs that's happening across all industries, um, there's certainly a a need for discussion. And contrary to popular belief, having to let people go is one of the most difficult actions a business can take and how it's handled um, can have a a lasting impact on the well-being of both dismissed as well as retained employees. And ultimately, you know, it it could, um, you know, definitely damage a company's reputation. So, you know, I mean, we're talking about people's livelihoods. And as somebody who's been on both sides of a layoff discussion, I can say that it's anything but an enjoyable experience. So today we're going to explore the nature of layoffs in the workplace, what it is, why it happens. Um, I'm going to give you a quick overview of the layoff process for HR professionals from my lens. And at the end, I'm going to share a few uh, takeaways. So here we go. All right. So now that we've gotten the content warning out of the way, let's kind of get into the things, right? So layoffs are a life-changing moment Let's just start there. And I do have a quick story time I'm going to share later in this episode. Um, but nonetheless, just to kind of touch on uh, layoffs and what it is, um you know it's it's a term that is often mistakenly used for other employment actions. So you may have heard the term furlough or maybe even reduction in force, also known as a riff, um just to name a few. And when you hear those terms, you might think, you know, well, does it matter if you call it a riff or a layoff? You know, at the end of the day, aren't they the same thing? And so I wanted to take this moment to quickly touch on the the different terms um, because they do have different meanings. Um, and so it's important to kind of know a little bit of the the context behind them. And so starting it off with layoff, it's when Um, There's a termination of a few employees or an entire workforce, and it generally happens due to the need of a company um, having to optimize their workforce efficiency or um, the company is experiencing, you know, some, some sort of financial struggle. And with layoffs, they can be temporary or permanent, uh, with the catch being that the company can hire for that same role should the needs of the business or circumstances change. And then on the other side of that, you will, you may have heard the term furlough. Um, and furlough is a temporary leave from work that is not paid uh, for a certain period of time. So it's where individuals, usually non-essential um, employees, are temporarily released from their duties with the intention of bringing them back when the the business demands it. So these individuals who have been furloughed, their, their employment with the Company is still active; um, they're just not able to to work during that time. Now, a furlough can turn into a layoff. Um, let's say I'll give an example. During the pandemic, this happened a lot across the restaurant and retail industry. You know, because of what had transpired with a lot of businesses having to, um, you know uh, stay closed for a period of time, unless it was for essential reasons. Um, there had been businesses that had to, uh, place their teams on fur- furlough for a short period of time in hopes that the pandemic was going to pass over and, you know, be able to get everybody back to work. And some cases that did not happen. So what was once a temporary, you know, leave from work, um, Turned into a permanent uh, layoff, where the employment um, employment relationship, you know, had ended permanently. So again, furlough can turn into a layoff, um, and at the point of the layoff, it's when the um, termination has been um, done completely. And then you have a reduction in force, also known as a RIF, and that's when a position or a department is eliminated without the intention of replacing it in the near future. Um, so it really involves a permanent cut in the head count. And it's usually a strategic initiative to resize the workforce for long-term sustainability. An example of a riff happening is, you know, I, I think of like an, um, acquisitions and mergers. When you know two companies come together, they do an assessment of you know business operations, and they may find that there are you know certain positions or again departments that um, they they don't believe will. Um, will be needed uh, for the sake of long-term sustainability. And they have no plans of uh, being able to, um, you know, rehire for those specific roles in the future. So again, absolutely permanent headcount cut, and they have no intention, um, they won't be able to replace those specific roles in the future, okay? So now that you heard all three of those terms, Again, they may sound similar or seem similar from a surface level perspective. The requirements and the effects of them are very different. They all have, you know, different uh, requirements from a legality standpoint. So it's definitely important to make sure that the terms are being used appropriately. But the fact of the matter is that all three terms are not reflective of an individual's skill set or their capabilities. It really is based on the company's um, overall business strategy. And it's, uh, you know, it can be influenced by both internal and external factors. And we're seeing this happen now in part uh, because of so much uncertainty in today's society. So I like to say, think of it as a it's not you, it's me situation. And so overall, you know, when you think of layoff, like why do they happen? And I can say that carrying out a, a layoff is is typically not a snapshot decision. It's, you know, it's it's a tough call that Uh, businesses have to make. Um, You know, they're letting go some or all of its workforce due to those uh, internal and external factors, as I mentioned before. And that can include, you know, economic challenges. Um, Maybe the company is experiencing some severe financial matters. Um, You know, companies are going through changes. So you think of the current shift that we're seeing in the evolution of work. So many businesses are doing some restructuring to their workforce needs, um, again, overall for the long-term sustained growth and resilience of that business. And we're seeing this happen now in part, again, because of so much um, uncertainty in today's society. And I will say that no one role or industry is exempt from experiencing layoff. Um, In fact, Tech companies have been consistently laying off employees since late 2022. Um, I just read an article from NerdWallet that I will make sure that I link in a transcript. And it, it actually read that as of January 25th of 2024, 82 tech companies have laid off 23,670 workers in 2024. And so there was a total of 262,682 workers in tech that lost their jobs in 2023 compared with the 164,969 in uh, employees impacted in 2022. And so the amount of layoffs in 2023, which was a total of 1,186 companies, um, they also surpassed 2022 when 1,061 companies and tech laid off workers. And that total was more than in 2020 and 2021 combined. Yikes right. So with so many layoffs happening, you know, it may leave people wondering as to, you know, who's making these decisions. And I am going to burst a few of your bubbles right now just to let you know that your HR team isn't solely responsible for the layoff decision-making. It's like, yes, we're at the forefront um, you know, to having to communicate the change, but overall, depending on the size and structure of the company, um, this sort of decision can involve input from your C-suite executive level Team members, so you think of the uh, company's president or CEO, they're uh, you know the the head of financial. Um, so your chief financial officer, or even your VP, whichever title is is higher uh, within your organization. And then there's you know partnership with your um, your head HR individual and legal um, if your if your company has that. So again, it's, it's a collective um, partnership in having to make that uh, decision. However, the role and responsibilities of HR professionals is critical, you know, in any business, but even more critical in times of change. So as I mentioned, you know, HR is at the forefront of not only just having to communicate change within an organization, but also help to guide others through that change. And so layoff specifically is a very delicate and complex process that must be handled carefully. And so I wanted to kind of you know share with you all um, just the five you know five key steps of the layoff process um, that uh, HR professionals. Um, carry out. And again, just to kind of give you insight to the role that HR plays. So step one is all about planning. So that's going to be your planning portion. This is, you know, our strategic blueprint of, you know, a a layoff, um, a layoff matter. And so at the time of planning, That is when we are conducting a thorough assessment of the business needs and, you know, um, looking at the data around the reasons of the layoffs. We're, you know, meeting, making sure that we're meeting all federal and uh, local legal compliance. We're developing communication plan, outlining key messages, um, establishing timelines, and uh, making sure we understand, like, what the appropriate uh, communication channels are going to be. Also here is where we anticipate and address what questions, concerns, or objectives may arise. And as you can imagine, in the new times of our, our ways of working, you think of hybrid and or you know fully remote work, that's going to add in even more complications, but ultimately at the The planning stage, it's about laying the the groundwork um, you know for you know the best execution. And then we go to step two, and this is more of the communication prep. So here's where we're meeting um, with the individuals who will be involved in the process of, you know, having to deliver um, the messages around the layoff. This can be either the um, employee's direct manager or the next level. Again, that will vary depending upon the the structure of a specific company. Um, but during the communication prep, that's where we are informing again the individuals who are delivering the message, we're informing them of the layoff and the decision behind why it's happening. We are reiterating to them the communication strategy. So again, you know, the timeline, the key messaging, um, etc. We are also coaching and extending support to the people managers on, you know, addressing the emotions of themselves and impacted employees. You know, there might be individuals involved in these meetings where, you know, this is their first time, you know, having to deliver such a message. And so, again, you know, helping to to coach and train them on um, how to handle the matter. And then Ultimately, with the uh, step two communication prep, we're just aligning, again, all involved parties to make sure that they understand like the what, the where and the when as it relates to the layoff. Then we go to step three. And so these are the individual um, meetings. This is where we're communicating the layoffs um, directly to those um, employees who will be getting dismissed. So we're meeting one-on-one with the employees. And when I say meeting one-on-one, Again, it's going to vary by uh, company, but typically it's going to be the employee, it's going to be the employee's direct manager, or again, they're um, the next level manager, as well as the HR, um, you know, partner. And that's where we're informing them, um, you know, of the decision, providing the necessary details, um, providing the paperwork around, you know, final pay benefits and any available support services um, to assist them during the transition of exiting the business. Um, HR is also verifying, you know, the personal data for accuracy. So we're trying to make sure contact information, everything is up to date, as well as any necessary paperwork um, is signed off on and things of that nature. So as you can imagine how heightened emotions may be during this meeting, um, the news will be tough for people to understand at that moment. So my words of advice for anyone, you know, Uh, On this matter, as it relates to layoff is, you know, expect the unexpected. But, and and this is a huge but, above all, just remember that everyone in the meeting is human and should be treated with respect. So, um I have to make sure I I say that because it it, again definitely um, a a lot of emotions happening all at once. um, But let's make sure that we center uh, humanity and that we are uh, treating one another with respect. And so ultimately, um, with step three, you know, we're ensuring that the meeting again is carried out with precision and adherence to, you know, all all um, legal requirements. Step four is more centered around support services. So this is where we're providing support with transition to the affected employees who are um, being dismissed. Um, Again, I'm I'm gonna keep reiterating, um, but this may vary by company. Oftentimes, you'll see companies that offer outplacement services. So this is where they're providing um, the dismissed employees with assistance around um, searching for their next opportunity. So they provide support with job search or career transition Um as well as uh counseling services. So you think of well-being services where they're providing access to um either employee assistance programs or again counseling services just to um help address emotional, you know, their emotional well-being. Um so again, layoffs it it's it's an emotional event and so really want to hone in on making sure that people um can, you know, work through their emotions in a way that uh, will resonate with them. And ultimately, with step four, the support services is about ensuring, again, a smooth transition as as best as possible for the affected employees. And then uh, the fifth step, um, step five, is going to be the post-layoff transition um, side. And this is where You have to remember, even after the layoff event, it doesn't stop there. It's it's a ripple effect. And so company morale is going to suffer. It's going to it's going to dip. Um, and so and, and it will be like that for some time. So just continuing to monitor the sentiment of the workplace culture is imperative, especially for the HR professionals and business leaders. So at this stage, you know definitely are um, engaging with you know the remaining employees. Um, HR professionals and again, business leaders, um, you know, have to take the extra effort and making sure that they are being present, um, you know, for the employees, acknowledging what's happening, addressing concerns and, you know, overall providing a reassurance about the company's future and continuing to evaluate the impact of the layoff, gathering feedback and making adjustments to learn from the experience. So really, you know, step five is going to be an ongoing process. um, And ultimately, it's all about focusing on rebuilding the morale and actively engaging in efforts to um, improve the overall employee experience in efforts to drive the business forward. Now, let me pause here and say that I'm not too naive to say that You know, not all industries, um, businesses and business leaders are created the same, nor do they operate, um, you know, (laughs) the same. And so, um, you know, one thing for sure is that there's absolutely a way to create better experiences for people during times of change, especially when you think of um, managing a, a layoff process. Um, you know it might sound straightforward but it's anything but that uh, again it's it's a real genuine human experience, um, a significant event that's happening and it has a real impact on people. And people, you know, people will naturally have questions about how layoffs work. And sometimes those questions can spark debates or, you know, disagreements. Again, everyone's, um, everyone's perception, their experiences as it relates to layoffs um, will differ. And, um, you know, rightfully so, who are we to invalidate or, you know, dismiss a person's experience? And so oftentimes, you know, where where some of the disagreements may come in is around like why a layoff is happening, you know, why? <laughs> people might question the the timing and, and wonder, you know, were these,, um, circumstances foreseeable earlier could the the company have taken other you know preventive actions um you know they they want to know that um also it's you know why weren't other alternative solutions considered and and this question often arises when people wonder again if the company you know really uh, thoroughly explored other you know Cost-saving measures or or strategies before having to um, uh, implement a, a full-blown layoff. Um, also, you think of the 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 why me or you know why was this position or or person in this position or department selected? You know, people naturally are going to, you know, question the fairness of the selection process. They want to know, like, was it biased? And as you can imagine, um, you know, the perception of a biased selection or um, even just unfair treatment during a layoff selection can be uh, detrimental. Um, And also, you know, when you think of... uh, you know, why the why me, you also think about, you know, why is this approach being taken? And it really relates to, you know, the confidentiality of what gets communicated um, during these meetings. And so, you know, um, the individuals at, at the time in which the conversation is happening, they're they're going to want to know, you know, the, um, the, the, All the the intricacies around, um, you know, why it's happening and some things, you know, uh, unfortunately, you know, may not be able to be shared in that moment as well as what gets communicated to the remaining, you know, employees. And so, again, people may contend that a company's approach to the layoff process lacks empathy and transparency um, and, again, potentially resulting in uh, negative perceptions of the, the, the organization's handling of the situation. And then you think about um, why didn't the company provide better support, you know, for employees who were transitioned out of the business? Um, You know, that news is going to spread like, um, you know, uh, wildfire around like what employees received, if anything. Um, And so people are there. They may criticize. um, So, again, people may criticize the, the company for not Offering sufficient resources or assistance to um, the employees that were being dismissed, which, again, can lead to debates about corporate responsibility and and ethics as it relates to um, uh, handling a, a layoff. So, quick story time, and this is a vulnerable moment for me. Um, you know, as I as I mentioned, I've had my fair share of having to deliver these unfortunate messages um, around layoffs, and I can tell you that it's never easy. It's it's really one of the most emotionally and professionally challenging aspects of my role as an HR professional, and I can recall a specific time while working at a retail company when, you know, the, the 2020 pandemic hit. And as, as many of us, as you may recall, uh, again, it really took a toll on the, uh, the restaurant and retail industry. And so the company that I had worked for, uh, at the time was, a you know, a smaller organization. Um, and, you know, we tried, um, alternative, Uh, ways of working, such as, you know, going, you know, remote first, Um, you know, we had to furlough uh, some of our uh, team members, um, but we couldn't, um, you know, withstand the ongoing financial hit as, you know, many other businesses were experiencing. And so this ultimately led to the company having to lay off a large number of people, um, you know, many, many at the same time by video and, and by telephone and, you know, the the company uh, did what they could to to offer, you know, financial and, and um, placement support services to the impacted employees within the realm in which they could. Um, but ultimately, it's, you know, it's one of those things when you think like, oh, my gosh, like it's 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 not enough. Like literally the the world is crumbling and, you know, people are, you know, are without a job or going to be without a job. And so for me, that layoff, you know, having to deliver those messages, it was a real gut punch for me. And for a while, um, I had survivor's guilt and for anyone that doesn't know what that means, it's when a person believes they've done something wrong by surviving a traumatic or tragic event when, when others did not. And so, um, what people don't often expect is that the people who are not losing their jobs, the people who are, you know, staying at the company, um, people don't expect for them to feel similar emotions to those who are being um, dismissed. And and I will say this, um, that, you know those emotions are felt across the board and while they may not be felt in the the same way or in the same degree of intensity i can assure you that um you know remaining employees they they do not experience positive feelings when a layoff happens you know and on the other hand of it you know i want to talk about the the time in which I've experienced um, being on the opposite side of a layoff conversation um, in in 2023, late 2023, um, for the first time in my professional career, um, I was laid off. And it was it, it was it was any it was unlike anything um, that I had been accustomed to. And so the company I had worked for at the time um, was forced, and when I say forced, like literally, they were forced um, to uh, to immediately have to uh, stop its business operations, leaving many of its employees without employment um, in a span of two days. So. Um, I'm sure you you can again just imagine um, that that um, short notice period, and you know at first it left me in disarray. Um, talk about a range of emotions. Anger was certainly one of them. <laughs> and you know, with the the job market, um, you know at the time and and what's currently still present, you know it's it's a bit comical. Um, and so, but. I digress. (laughs) Right. Um, So now that I've shared a bit about the layoff process, you know, let's get into some key takeaways. So first and foremost, uh, again, I will shout this to, you know, uh, shout this to Naboon. um, But layoffs themselves are not personal. It doesn't have anything to do with with an individual and everything to do with, you know, the the company itself. So again, remember that it's, uh, it's not you, it's me situation. Um, the next one is no matter how you look at it, there is never a right time to conduct a layoff. However, companies can do better by being mindful of the timing and if at if at all possible i would say i would encourage uh, company leaders um to avoid mass layoffs you know um during the holidays it's it's just not a good look morally and i'm sure i can, i probably have a lot of people that will agree on that one and then the next one is uphold integrity in times of change it's critical for all of those involved in the process to lead with empathy and compassion, you know, be transparent, um, you know, and and there's a way to be transparent without, you know, jeopardizing confidentiality. Um, it, it takes intention and it takes effort and the willingness of, of individuals. It's about, you know, the culture that you establish. So if you establish a culture of trust and transparency Oftentimes when you're communicating um, these changes, you know, it may not go, you know, it may not be um, well received, you know, by everyone, but there's a bit of some understanding. And again, we have to have um, a commitment to making sure that we're supporting both the employees um, that are affected in the term of being dismissed, Um, you know, Uh, dismissed from the organization, but also those who are remaining uh, with the organization. Then we have uh, communicate with compassion and empathy. Again, all those involved in the conversation of, you know, those one-on-one meetings, um, you know, as it relates to layoff, both the person delivering the message as well as the receiver, um, they're humans and they have feelings and, you know, respect should be at the, the forefront. And then my last takeaway is going to be experiencing a, a reminder of saying experiencing a layoff is not easy, um, nor is it one, um, nor is it a one and done situation. Um, it's a it's a life changing a moment. I've I've been saying it, um, but it you know it, it takes it's going to take resilience understanding and intentional steps to help you, you know, not just recover, um, but also emerge even more resilient from, you know, this challenging circumstance. So as we wrap up today's episode, um, it's important to keep in mind that layoffs can be an emotional journey. Everyone's experience will look and feel different. Um, so give one another grace And remember to stay connected, continue practicing empathy, and always look for opportunities to create meaningful workplaces. I appreciate you. And again, thank you for tuning in to HR Telltales.